And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas on this Tuesday afternoon. Glad to have you along and joining us as promised, Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. And Jeff, what happened? What what happened? We were talking playoffs just last week. Yeah, you know, it's it's the it's the same thing that, that keeps happening. The, the the bullpen keeps failing late in games. The offense um, isn't scoring enough runs, and uh, that's that's not going to win you a lot of ball games. I mean, they they go to Toronto. You know, this time last week they're in Toronto. They they play great. They pull off a sweep, huge sweep, get back into the playoff picture. Now they've lost four straight. They're still in the playoffs. Technically, they're they're tied for third with the Mariners for the or tied yeah for the third wild card spot with the Mariners. Um, but it's just it's it's aggravating. It's just completely and totally aggravating. Well, if they keep trending the way that they're trending right now, they're not they're not going to be within striking distance of the wild card, are they? Well, you would you would think not. You know, I mean, the, the, there's there's twelve games to go. Um, seven of them are against the Mariners, so that's that's the that's the good thing, you know. If 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 the Astros who can't pull away in, in the West um, do decide to pull away, if if Toronto pulls away, though they have a tough schedule coming up, then the Rangers and the Mariners are going to fight to the fight to the death here at the and, and the last four games of the season at Seattle will be will be mammoth. So it, it's. It's entirely possible the Rangers still make the playoffs. They're in the playoff hunt right now, but man, they, they're no nobody's really playing like they want to win the thing. Mm-hmm. When you when you look at this, it, is it just as blatant as? And I know that they're not hitting like they were, but this bullpen has really struggled most of the season, hadn't it? Yeah, it's it's the it's the weak link. It's been the weak link. Um, the Rangers thought they addressed it. They didn't do enough, you know, and then they just can't find anybody who, who they can rely upon. You know, they, they relied upon Will Smith in the first half. He was really, really good. Uh, but he's been, he just hasn't been very good. And, you know, entering last night, he had had scoreless outings in seven of eight, eight appearances, which might surprise a lot of people. But his last appearance wasn't very good at Cleveland. It cost the Rangers the game. Mm-hmm. And then and they went right back to him. Uh, and and really the 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 whole thing fell apart when he walked the leadoff batter who was batting 188. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. You can't do that in a one run game. You can't do that in a five run game. It's just you know it's that's where it started. And this is a veteran pitcher. He should have known that. But um, it just the wheels came off after that. What what can they do in the off season? I mean, is there anybody that? is out there that they can make a move for for that bullpen or is the injury to DeGrom and Max Serger is that the biggest concern you start thinking well I don't I don't I don't know which direction to go with these guys because I I think they'll be fine but it's you just never know so yeah, yeah. I mean is it a double whammy for them right now well, Scherzer is going to be fine. You know, this it, it, terrible timing. I think he's going to try to play catch today to see how he feels. Um, but it's um, it's just one of those deals is just bad timing. You know, it, it, all, all the arm needs is rest, and um, he's going to be fine for spring training. And Grom's like, you know, good point. He's not going to be there till probably August. You know, and then and you know, Martin Perez is going to be a free agent. Uh, they have. 
Andrew Heaney's situation. I think it's a player option, and mm. you know, if, if he's not happy, then then he can opt out. Um, but if he's like, hey, I'm not going to get a better deal, he's going to he's going to exercise that option. So um, the the the, rota- the rotation is probably the the bigger deal. Now, after but after seeing what what has happened this year, Chris Young really needs to to kind of change a trend here with the team and invest in the bullpen. You know, John Daniels, for all the good that he did, um, he really never valued quality bullpen arms. You know, you, you look at the closers during his, his time, and then Neftali Feliz obviously was good, but they turned him to a starter. They did sign Joe Nathan, which was good. But, you know, Sean Tolleson, Sam Dyson, these are guys that are, you know, weren't, they 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 had good seasons, but but couldn't replicate them. Mm-hmm. And so the Rangers really need to, um, I think, and I've thought this for a long time, go out and get a guy. You know, I, I don't know who's going to be available. I, I think Kenley Jansen, for instance, is, is a free agent. But go out and get a guy. Get a get a shutdown closer, and you don't have to worry about that. You know, Bruce Bochy had Trevor Hoffman when he was in San Diego, and Trevor Hoffman's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was pretty good, wasn't he? Yeah, he was pretty good. His first few years in San Francisco, he had Brian Wilson, who saved like 30 or 40 games three or four mm-hmm. three years in a row. You know, he, he did have to mix and match later in his Giants tenure with uh, what, Santiago Castilla and and, and um, Romo. Um, I want to say Tony, Sergio Romo. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it can be done, but there just isn't anybody reliable down there right now. I mean, the most reliable guy, in my opinion, is Chris Stratton. And for whatever reason, they didn't want him to face a bunch of right-handers. And they, they thought they thought that the Red Sox were going to counter with some big left-handed bats off the bench. But, man, I'd take, I'd take my chance uh, with him over, over Will Smith right now. Sure. It, is this team, in your mind, Jeff Wilson Rangers today with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas, is this team right now ahead of schedule of what you thought it would be coming into this season anyway? Yeah, they are. No, I mean, this no is all gravy, right? It, it it really is. You know, the, 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 I, I thought that this team would win or would might finish around five hundred. I mean, they won sixty eight games last year. You know, right. and and so they've they've already improved by fourteen games, which is which is a big deal. Um, and and they can still get better. They can still win the playoffs. But when they were six and a half games up in June. They really raised everybody's expectations, got everybody excited. This is a, a fan base that, you know, the Rangers have never won a World Series. Um, they haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. They haven't had a winning season since 2016. So expectations shot through the roof. But if you pull back and, and, and look at things, and, you know, again, I think I've said this before, if, if the entire fan base was offered in spring training the chance to be tied for the – third wild card spot with 12 games to go everybody would have taken that scenario mm-hmm. there's no question they would have done it now that the rangers have had injuries you know, they've had they had what six all-stars uh four five of them have been on the the injured list in the second half uh jacob de grom didn't make it through may i mean they've battled they've had a lot of things that, that haven't gone their way including depth developing at, at, at the minor league level but um yeah, they they are ahead of expectations, you know. And if if you want to go back in franchise history and think about these things, you know, you go to two thousand and seven, the Rangers weren't very good. Two thousand eight, they they 
were a little better 2009. They almost made the playoffs. And then 2010, they went to the World Series. So this this really could be the 2009 phase right now, if you want to, if you want to compare it to anything in, in club history. But um, this this team still has a chance. It's it's because nobody else really really is playing that well either. Is it a good thing if they do are capable of getting in? Because let's face it, if if they do, they don't they still don't have the bullpen to make a run. Yeah, well, you get in the tournament and then you you know and then you see what happens. You know, you, know, you look at. Look at the NCAA basketball tournament. You know how many teams go in there with, sure. with with low hopes and end up end up winning the thing. You know, I mean, UConn was a national champion this year, and at one point they weren't they weren't very good. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then you know, so you just got to get in. Anything can happen. You know, you can, a, a, an opposing pitcher can have a terrible night, and you get a jump on the series. It, it, it's, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the bullpen's an absolute concern, but also in playoff baseball things work out differently you, you know you, you push guys uh more than in any of your best relievers you, you you know in this case i think the rangers actually squeezed another inning out of jordan montgomery last night um you know you're with your starting pitchers no matter what team they're, they're your best pitchers and they're the ones that you want to get the most out of and i think that if the rangers do make it to the postseason you'll, you'll see them push their starters well, and if you got a manager like Bruce who's been there, done that, you would seem to trust him even more, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he he had he had such uh, a good group of guys who stayed together. They were together for a long time. I mean, Jeremy Affelt, you know, the left-handed reliever for the those Giants teams. He was he was a staple, you know, and then. Um, and, and the rules were a little different, you know. You can mix and match yeah. batter to batter. Uh, I think that's that's something that that probably uh, Bruce Bochy is missing greatly right now. But um, he 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 knows. Mike Maddox knows. They know how to how to get through, get through a, a rough stretch. And then you thought they were coming out of it. Um, they they really are putting in the, their best guys that they think can get the outs and and you know there's more to it than left right matchups there's you know guys can't hit sliders or you know if they can't hit left-handed change-ups that's kind of where the analytics comes in but the eye test is still what bruce bochy and mike maddox are going to rely upon problem is nobody's passing the eye test right now and i like that i i don't i don't know about you jeff but i i like that it's a little bit old school trust your gut I I know I've been down this road before and I can feel it. I'm not a I know what the analytics are and I know what they say, but sometimes they just don't tell the whole story to me. Yeah, they don't. They're 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 probabilities. Right. That's what that's what analytics are. It's it's probabilities and you know, it's maybe there's a 84% chance that that the number 9 hitter Colton Wong last night was not going to get a hit on a left-handed slider. But if you hang a slider, anybody can hit it, and that's what happened on the right. double. That, and and so you know you just have to go with your gut. And if you know this guy is not not performing well, um, sometimes you have to make a tough decision. And that's what that's what Bruce Bochy gets paid for. That's why he's going to go to the Hall of Fame because he's made these decisions in the past and they've worked out well. Um, it's just going to be um, again just finding the right thing, you know, the, the right guy. Maybe maybe they maybe they use 
Seriously, maybe they use Martin Perez for an inning. Maybe they use mm-hmm. Andrew Heaney in a, in a closing situation. I mean, Andrew Heaney's a strikeout guy, even though only throws in the nineties. Put him in there. Give him a chance. At this point, it can't. It can't. It can't be any worse. Young and Garcia come back to the lineup. What does that say for them? I know that that's that's got to be great news. But neither one of them are a hundred percent right now, are they? No, no, and I, I think it kind of, I think it kind of showed a, a little bit. You know, their timings off. Young, Young had some good at bats. He hit the ball hard. He did that. He did get a hit in the ninth inning. Um, his his thumb, it, it just looks grotesque. Um, you know, but but it, it's better than it was a week ago, apparently. So um, you, you trust the player at this point. He said there's going to be pain, um, but there's two weeks ago, he, you know, the, the doctor, this renowned thumb surgeon, cleared him. So the bone's stable and, and has the plate in there. So um, you, you give it a go. Uh, Adolis Garcia was in a funk before he went on the injured list. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it didn't look a lot. And then the time off didn't do him any good as far as his time is concerned. And he played he played a pretty decent right field last night, I thought. Um, but you can tell it, it's hard for him to slow down. You know, like he can get there, he can get up to speed, he can get the ball, but slowing down is a problem. And um, that's kind of been one of his strengths is his ability to stop and turn and throw. So uh, it's going to be a little bit different. But, you know, DHing really wasn't an option for him because the Rangers need Mitch Garver's bat in there. Um, he's been really good since August 1st and, and, and it's a guy that you need in the lineup, especially when you're not scoring any runs. So, um, it's not an ideal scenario. Uh, but you know, if you give them a few games, maybe these, they, you know, they feel things out here in these next couple games and by the Seattle series, they're, they're ready to go. But, um, you know, when they hit, when they hit the ball, it usually goes a long way. So, um, it's it's the they're better off with those two in the lineup than without what does it say about young though to you jeff i mean you've been around this club for a long time you know the rangers better than anybody it when you see a guy like this a rookie that has had a severe injury fights his way back to get back in the lineup even though he's probably not a hundred percent even though he's in a lot of pain i mean is is this the new face of the franchise? Is this the new Beltre? Uh, he, he's got a chance to be the uh, the guy. I mean, you look at what they did without him. They went sixteen and twenty one without him. Their offense went in the in the toilet without him. They're averaging less than a more than a run less per game without him than, than before he was injured. So this is an important guy. He's a baseball rat. I mean, he, he loves the game. You know, he <laughs> he unfortunately has experience coming back from injuries. But uh, he said yesterday that when the doctor gives him a deadline, he always tries to, or not a deadline, but a, you know, a date, a target date. He always tries to beat it. He did it with his foot two years ago. He did it with his shoulder last year. He did it with his thumb here this this last five weeks. So, um, you know, you just he's he's the kind of guy you want on your team. He's gritty, has a lot of energy. Um, you know, just plays the game really, really hard, and of course, is very good. So. Um, he has a chance to be around for a long time. And, you know, when the Rangers, you know, you can talk about free agency and all that, that stuff, they really should start locking up some of these, these young players while they still have them under control. And Josh Young has a long way before free agency. Maybe you want to see him get through you're healthy, but the Rangers really need to start putting these contract extensions on the, on the table for guys like him, um, Adolis Garcia probably should should get a little extension. He's a little older, so <clears throat> so it'll be a different deal. 
You know, Nate Lowe, he only has 16 home runs this year, but he's second in the league in doubles. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's gotten a lot better defensively. Jonah Heim, you know, probably going to win a gold glove with an all-star. Those are, those are three, four guys that you might want to say, Hey, we got to get these locked up. I mean, kind of look at the, kind of follow the Braves model. You know, they have all this great young talent locked up for years and years. They're going to be good for so long. You know, and I think that's kind of a model the Rangers need to consider following. Speaking of young players, you keep up with the, the affiliates as as good as anybody at Rangers today. And in Round Rock right now, they are they are hovering around first place and big series yep. coming up this week and and they've got a they've got a chance to make some noise. That's gotta be good news for this organization because those are the guys that are right on the cusp of coming up. Yeah, you know. The you know, the minor league is about player development, but you also want them to learn how to win and then how to how to perform in big in on big stages and this is the biggest stage they're going to face this year. These are the tightest games you're going to have this year. You want to learn how to win them, do what it takes to win a ball game. And so for guys like <clears throat> Justin Foscue, Davis Wenzel, uh, you know, Jonathan Ornelas and Sam Huff just got optioned back there yesterday. Uh, Wyatt Langford, the first round pick got promoted yesterday and he's going to join the team for the last, the last regular season uh, series. So you want these guys in these situations because the Rangers are, you know, feel like their window is opening for the playoffs. They want guys who are going to be a good and B no, no, not lock up or freeze up when, when the times get tough. So mm-hmm. it is a good thing. And, you know, the, the, the low A team is in the playoffs. The high A team got eliminated from the postseason. Only Frisco didn't make the postseason, but they played there last year. So, <clears throat> you know, there's talent in the minor leagues. Yes, but you got to learn how to win, and then this is—it's a big deal. It's a big deal for Round Rock to to get a chance to go to the postseason. You, you mentioned Langford, and the the way he has been just climbing the ladder since he got in this organization—is he going to be one of the faces you might see as as spring training comes back around that he may be on this on this roster? I don't think he'll make the opening day roster, but I don't think he's far away. Really? I think, uh, I think Evan Carter has, you know, in, in what, 10 days he's been in the major leagues, has shown that he's not going back to the minors. I think Evan Carter's your, <clears throat> your starting left fielder next year. Maybe they move Leody Tavares to, to left field, but I, Evan Carter's never going back to the minor leagues. Right. Um, I think I think Langford, you know, this is his – Technically, his fourth level, you know, if you count the Arizona Fall, uh, Complex League, where they they kind of send all their draft picks to to get a few games in, but um, it's his third full season affiliate. What he did at, at, at Hickory was really really good, but what he did at, at Frisco was even better. I mean, he hit over, I think he hit over 400 uh, in in his short time there. So uh, he hit with power. He made some plays defensively. He'll steal some bases. And this guy's got a chance to be really good. I mean, the, the Rangers, when when uh, I think it was the White Sox, when the White Sox took the high school kid instead of Langford, and the Rangers had to be doing cartwheels, and they have to be thanking the thanking the White Sox, or maybe it was the Tigers, <laughs> one of those crappy Central teams. They have to be thanking whichever team it was. Thank you for for not taking Wyatt Langford. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today, with us here on ESPN Central Texas, and and Jeff, you you look at this. Ranger team right now and, and we've talked at nauseum about okay they're they're going to be there they're not going to be there your gut feeling is this a wild card team right now uh hmm. I mean if I if I look at this if I look at everybody's schedule 
and then look at this analytically, I think, yes, the Rangers make the postseason. Okay. If I, if I look at it based on the way they've played in the last four games and just kind of the sense right now that I don't think they make it. You know, I mean, you, you know the, the, the Seattle series, the two of the remaining Seattle series are just massive. They're huge, it's, aren't they? It's huge. Yeah. And, you know, like the Blue Jays are, have to play the Yankees in the race twice each, once once on the road and once at home. Uh, the, the Astros are playing the Orioles and the Royals. And then they play the Mariners and the Diamondbacks. And, those, you know, the Diamondbacks are, are, are a good team right now, and they're fighting for their playoff lives. The Mariners are playing the A's right now, but then they play the Rangers, the Astros, and the Rangers. So, I mean, it's it, it really, you know, it's cliche, it's up for grabs. Anybody, any, any one of these four mm-hmm. teams could fall out of the playoffs or could solidify their place. But I, I just think when you look at the, the overall picture and look at the talent on the Rangers roster, even as bad as they're playing right now, they're, they're a playoff team. They're, they've, they've performed like one pretty much all season. So they've, they've got, they've got what it takes. It's just, what do you believe? Do you believe the pull yourself back, look at it from 30,000 feet, or do you look at, the, the up close of you and that makes your stomach turn sometimes <laughs> either way we're ahead of the game because we're talking playoffs with this baseball team and I, again when we started this conversation we said that was an improbability coming into this season yeah i, I agree with you i mean they've, they've exceeded expectations and um, you know, preseason expectations, June expectations. They're not, they're <laughs> they changed, didn't they? Right <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Jeff Wilson, Rangers Today, with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Jeff, tell, tell them how they can find Rangers Today, please. Sure. Uh, RangersToday.com. It, it's five ninety nine a month or $60 for the year. It's it's uh, money well spent. It's cheaper than any of the other outlets uh, that, that cover the team. And um, I've got a, I've got 16 years now in my back pocket covering this team. So, um, you know, I get help from T.R. Sullivan, who's, who's covered the team forever. Uh, I've got my podcast and my partner John Moore. So, um, it's it's a fun time. We 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 don't kiss kiss a lot of butt. Um, we 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 look at it as analytically as possible. Try to be as fair as possible, and and, and try to cover as much as possible. So. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, I'm a little biased, but it's pretty good. No, you're right. It is real good. And <laughs> Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff, I really appreciate your time. Have fun at the ballpark, and we'll catch up next week. Okay, Warden. Appreciate you. There he goes. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. Stay right there. When we come back, we'll talk a little college football on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. 